Yo, welcome to a very early show. Uh, I'm Grant Cohn. That's Coach Noah Johnson. We're on the East Coast. I'm in upstate New York. He's somewhere in New Jersey. Tomorrow, I'm going to Charlotte. So we figured, I'm, let's I'm do. I'm in Brazil. You're in Brazil. But Damn. Still, but it's still East. It's still East Coast. Still mm. East. That's cool. Coach Noah Johnson is in interesting places. Brazil, tight. So it's so it's 10 a.m. over there. It's good. Uh, no, 11. So we're in wow. An hour ahead. An hour ahead. Wow. All right. That's all we're going to talk about geography. But we are going to talk about the 49ers. And we're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan a lot. Um, I'm o- I was over at my friend's... Uh, it's not the wedding. It's the wedding party the night before. We had a lot of talks about Kyle Shanahan. A lot of people had a lot to say about Kyle Shanahan. And I'm going to take some of their thoughts and present them as my own. But first, I want to talk about um, Kyle's timeline. A lot of people say you can't ever talk about firing Kyle because another team would want him. He'd be hot, scooped up in, in two seconds. That's fine. That's probably true. Um, at the same time, the Niners have high standards, right? It's like They're like the, the Cowboys. They're on the quest for six. They're not just trying to be good. They're on the quest for, for the sixth Lombardi Trophy. And how long should Kyle Shanahan be allowed to lead the quest for six? Like, Does he get, mo- does he get the, the 40-year Moses in the desert? Or, or is there a certain point where they're like, you know what? It's your seven, and you haven't got a ring. What do you think? I, I don't think... I personally don't think there's an exact like there's an exact year. I think it's relative to what like what happens within years and um, like is he is he consi- consistently going to NFC Championship games? Um, number one, number one. I mean, like should the Eagles have really fired Andy Reid? I don't know, maybe. Um, but because uh, there is there was a level of consistency. Uh, number two. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> number two. That's I true. Think also, it's also relative to what else is out there. Like, uh, I just know I know you've given an example of Sean Payton before, but like, if there's another coach right. out there that that you really love, that like you don't want to get caught with the like what they did before is fired. Absolutely fire not. Right. Harbaugh, yeah. And then there's like no and there's no plan or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I, like, I don't know if like example like Bill Belichick through through like the wires or whatever was like, yeah, I really love to coach the 49ers or something, and then. And you know you're kind of here on Kyle, then maybe you make that move. But I don't think you you definitely don't even consider it if he's winning, right? If he's winning, going to NFC Championship year after year after year, right? Of course. The reason I ask is um, he's been this is year six for him, and there are like five, there are like seven or eight coaches who have who are longer have been in employed longer with their current team. All of them have Super Bowl rings, every single one. So it seems to me like to, to get into year 8, 9, 10, most of the time you got to have a ring. Like John Harbaugh, why is he still coaching in Baltimore? Because he won. Pete Carroll, why is he still coaching in Seattle? He won. And so like, who are the other coaches that have coached as long as Kyle without a ring? There's only one guy, Sean McDermott. And he's a good coach too. Right now I'm looking at him. What, what's going on? I'm like, what's going on? Hello? What Am I here? Happened? I don't know. Yeah. My, my, okay, sorry about that. So Sean McDermott. His record is 52 and 33. That's cool. And it's better than Kyle's. But eventually, it seems to me like if he doesn't win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen, people are going to start talking about McDermott. Like, hey, man, can can he get over the hump? Should we bring in an offensive coach? I, I feel like these questions come with the territory. It's not just people don't like Kyle. It's, it's put up or shut up in the NFL. And maybe that's not fair because, again, the Eagles fired Andy Reid after a while. and He never won a ring. And then he went to Kansas City and did it. But um, it seems like there are high standards. Different organizations have different standards and when the Niners to me you don't want to look like the the Cowboys with Jason Garrett where you're like you know what we're cool just being you know 500 
and being good some years and, and having totally but that's the thing with Kyle. Some years it all works, and other years it's like, man, you were awful this year. Your backups weren't prepared at all. Like, what happened? Your whole team got hurt. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I think that he's in a tough situation where he needs to win. And if he doesn't win this year, and he goes into year seven without a Super Bowl, I just don't see how he brings back Trey Lance as a starter. Like, yeah. like he's not under any urgency. Like that. That's why I think he might even try to call up Tom Brady. Tom Brady's gonna be a free agent next year, by the way. And I hear he's getting divorced, so he might yeah, just keep playing. I could need money. He might just keep playing. So I, I, I can see Kyle actually doing something like that. Um, if he gets into year seven and, and doesn't have a ring and hasn't gotten fired, dude, go get Kirk Cousins. Go get Aaron Rodgers. Go get Tom Brady. Like, what are you waiting for? You don't, you may not have that much more time with the Niners. Now, he would get another job somewhere else. But if you want to make it work here, you might need to do it now. I was going to bring this up to you, like, but I wouldn't, don't you think it would be like the mo- one of the most interesting stories in the NFL would be if the Niners did win the Super Bowl with Jimmy? And then, like, what the hell they would do after that? Like, would they bring him back? Or, like, that would be fascinating, I think. I know, it would be. If I'm thinking if they win a Super Bowl with Jimmy, he would probably have played really well in the playoffs, and probably people would want him to come back. So that would be a good problem to have. I don't see it happening. But no, if it I does, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good problem to have, to but me. Yeah, it would be a great problem for Niners fans. I mean, I don't think, yeah. I don't think Niners fans care, like, wh- like, who, if, you know, who's a, if you're a quarterback, they don't really care, like, as long as they win. Um, it, it would be a great story, wouldn't it? Yeah, guy gets replaced, yeah, benched, comes back, wins. It's like wow. I think it would be more yeah. fascinating if he doesn't. If he doesn't like, if he plays, plays okay, like he doesn't. Yeah. Like the world on fire. Um, but to go back, it's very that, much like the Nick Foles story, right? Got replaced, comes back, is the backup, fills in. Oh, wins! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the the uh, and and there have been cases where the backup win where the backup wins and they, they don't like Phil Sit uh, what's the name uh, I forgot the guy Hostetler Hostetler yeah did it There's a, it's it's happened a mm-hmm. couple of times and yep. they didn't necessarily you know move on to the backup it's um, a good point but to go back with the coaching thing when when the Niners have moved on from successful coaches it hasn't really worked out immediately like when they moved on okay they moved on from Mariucci then was it was that's true. Right. That's like, true. That's like, true. And that was the Yorks. Right. Those were the Yorks again. So, Yorks, if you're watching, you don't just fire a coach to fire him. You really probably want to have the replacement locked up and in, in, in the line. And I don't know who that would be. And it's, again, we're not talking about firing Kyle yet because he just won last week and he's two and two. But I just feel like it's funny how people act like you're crazy to have the conversation. Like, I think the Yorks should probably be thinking about this you know it's year six they've been like for example big tim threes over here saying niners won five super bowls in a 13 year span kyle's been here for half of that time now when do we get complacent that's all i'm saying is to me this is an organization that should not be complacent they're not the freaking jaguars it's not just happy to compete um there's a mandate to win a super bowl and i don't know what that that timeline is but it seems like kyle's been given a very long like mcdermott hasn't won one either mcdermott's 20 games over 500 kyle's three games under 500 it's like, okay, Kyle, you've been given a lot of benefits of the doubt, and I, I still think if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, he's not going to get fired. But, man, he's gotten a lot of patience. He's gotten a lot of patience from an organization that historically hasn't been patient. Okay, but, but let's ask, what, like, who's the most patient franchise in the league? Um, well, Pittsburgh. But they have, consist- yeah. they have continued success. And Tomlin's won a Super Bowl. If Tomlin hadn't won that Super Bowl 15 years ago, would he still be employed? I don't know. The guy before him, Coward, didn't until late until later, and they were super. That's true. With him. That's true. That's true. Like it's true. And and that when you look at what like when you change coaches, it's it's 
it's no, it's typically rough. Like it, it takes like a couple times to find for you to find the like the next right guy. I don't know. I, like, or or there's the example of the team like the you know the Bucks from the late '90s. That's good, 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 but not good enough. And then you bring in someone else, John Gruden, and you win right away. Or the Warriors, where you know Mark Jackson, real good but not good enough. You bring in Steve Curry, you win right away. So we, I, I, I'm just saying the Yorks have to figure out what situation they have. What do you got? Yeah, I think it, I think that's easier to do in basketball just because there's there's less players and you know then remember when you transition a staff, it's not just it's it's not right. just like just replacing a head coach. You're replacing. But still, you have to decide, is just is this team underperforming or, or overperforming? Because a good coach has his guys overperforming. And it seems to me like this team, at least the offense, is underperforming. So if that's the case, then, like, is there someone else that can get the guys to overperform? And if not, then stick with what you got. If the best option is bring back Jim Thompson, then don't do that. But if you have, like, people on your on your line being like, hey, man, I want to call, I want to coach the Niners. You know, if you got Tom Brady being like, hey, I want to coach the Niners and Sean Payton's in with me, like, what's up? Like, hey, okay, I'll talk. So, I mean, York's got to figure that out. you, you got to figure out what your options are. It's interesting that you brought that up. Because I, 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 Kyle already said no to Tom once. Keep going. I don't, I don't believe it's an it's a, like, offensive design or offensive plays. The issue is the quarterback position. Like, I don't really – I don't right. think it's – It's right. the quarterback. Like, right. They're, if you look at – like, they're all, their roster is awesome, like, everywhere. They've, they've made yeah. the right moves everywhere. Like, even the, the, the offensive line, which you've criticized, and so have I. It's okay so far. It's okay so far. Even without Trent Williams, it's okay so far. Yeah. Yeah. The moves that they're making are solid. It's the quarterback. And then, you know, Niners fans and, and are complaining that they don't get to the ball to the weapons. That's not Kyle. That's the. It's all derived on the on the quarterback. It's both of them, though, man. Kyle Kyle's the one who keeps bringing Jimmy back. Kyle's the one who could have had Tom Brady and was like, nah, we're going to no, stick with Jimmy. No, right. I agree with that. Yeah. He, he, he gets the blame for who's in that. For who's Hell yeah. But hell yeah! When you're looking at at the actual game, it's the quarterback. It's the quarterback. He's limited by that quarterback, but it's his right. fault for being exactly, exactly. And and I think the Yorks have to wonder if they don't win the Super Bowl. You have to wonder like, is Kyle ever going to figure out the quarterback position, ever? Because he's given him so many opportunities and so much time. The thing with McDermott in Buffalo, that's not the issue. It's like you have the best quarterback in the league, and you win the Super Bowl, man. If not, maybe Sean Payton should come in and work with with Josh Allen. Like there's pressure on him too. There's pressure on guys when you get into year six and year seven, you don't have a ring. It's just the way it is. Right. I mean, if your organization has any pride, unless you want to be Marv Levy. And and I'm not and I'm the Sean Payton. I'm like I'm not so sure Sean Payton is the answer either because like true he had true and he didn't true. Find Drew Brees, like, true. <laughs> you know? That's true. I'm not saying def- yeah. Anyway, let's let's get off the fire Kyle thing because that's not what's gonna happen anytime soon. You skip my question, says George. I did. Oh my bad. Hold on. Let me get you. Oh, I did. People are sleeping on the Panthers. You're forgetting they have a guy named Brian Burns and Jimmy G still stuck. Still sucks. I'm just saying keep an eye out. Okay. Okay. I feel you. Dookie shoes says, Should the Niners try to trade for Jonathan Taylor? No, he's hurt. He's running back. No. And that's not going to happen. I can trade Don, Jonathan Taylor. I want to keep talking about Kyle, though. My question is, 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 is Kyle Shanahan too conservative? Not politically. As a game manager. Because you think of Kyle as, like, cutting edge in terms of play design, I guess. And also, he's young. And he, like, wears flat-brimmed hats and Yeezys. And you're like, man, this guy is so cool but then he gets on like the goal line fourth and one and he's like you know what let's take the delay and kick a field goal it's like 
whoa, that is the most conservative call I've ever seen in my whole life. What do you think? Too conservative or yay or nay? Well, <laughs> now that we think about it, like, we, you and I were talking kind of in, in DMs before, like, about the whole uh, Mason, right? Isn't he, he's really conservative about how he plays players, right? Like, I feel like he won't play a player unless, like, he's, like, the player's, like, 99% in the, like, got his playbook down. Right? Yeah, he has to, like, he has to, like, have, like, an A-plus on some written exam on a Friday, right? Yeah. If I call eight shifts, what do you, it's like, dude, can you just get the, the best players on the field, please? He's like, no, 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 no. The, the players who play are the ones who know my system the best. That kills me. That kills me. But, yes, keep going. Yeah. So, um... I don't know. Like, I, I think Kyle Kyle gets killed on this stuff. Like, whether he goes like when he goes for it on fourth down all the time, then everyone's like, ah, oh, why, why? What are you doing? Like, you yeah, it's like just kick the field goal, and then when right, right, like, yeah, uh, you should have gone for it. They're like, why are you so conservative? I, I don't know. I mean, can can we can we examine one play in particular? I'm just gonna go to one play because it's, I mean, it, he doesn't seem like he has a philosophy on fourth down, so it's hard to like attack him for what he does because it's, it's he's erratic but let's let's go back to the rams game it was the right at the beginning of the fourth quarter right so he he it's third and goal to one he calls that pass for Ayuk. he's open jimmy doesn't throw it he throws to kittle who catches it but gets one foot out of bounds so that's fourth and one and they don't go for it they take the delay game to kick the field goal they go up by eight with an entire quarter left it seems to me that that's the wrong call like the the right Correct me if I'm wrong. The right call is to go for it on fourth and goal. If you don't get it, you give them the, the ball at the one-yard line. You're still in a great spot. It's still a great defense against a terrible offense at the one-yard line. Like, you could get a safety. You could get uh, a defensive touchdown. You could block the punt. If none of those things happen, you probably get the ball back in their territory. Right in field goal range. So I think, like, that is conservative to the max. To not even go for it on fourth and goal from the one. Like, if it was the end of the half and they could just run the clock out, then, of course, kick the field goal. You don't get anything. But, dude, make them play from the one-yard line with that crap offense against that great defense. Make them play from the one. I mean, last time the Niners had to do that, they had a field, they had a safety. Dude, ran out of bounds. I'm just saying. I do think, like you said, I think you do have to, whatever philosophy you have, you have to stick, you have to, stick to it. I think if you're yeah. Like, if your philosophy is to be super aggressive, then be super aggressive. If your philosophy is to be conservative, then be conservative. I kind of tend to tend to go with a with a good defense, take the point, with, like, great and just take the points. But I guess you can argue with a great defense, like, go for it because they'll affect you. I don't know. I, I just think when you're – especially with a great defense and your offense struggles to put up points, I, I personally think that you got to take points where you get them just because – they don't get them often. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know? No, it's fair. I just this from that one play in particular, like you didn't get you didn't get a two score lead. It gave you an eight point lead. There's still an entire quarter left. I just think like anyone who plays Madden consistently would know that you go for it here on fourth. In this situation, I mean I mean, the time left on the clock, the score, the field position, I <laughs> I think you go for it on fourth down, no matter what. Because again, even if you don't get it, you're in a great spot. They have to play from the one yard. They get the ball, so they kick the field goal. The Rams get the ball back at the twenty-one, go three and out. Like that offense sucks. Put the pressure on them, man. That defense is of yours is great. I, I just feel like that's a. It's like in chess, like that's a mistake. That's objectively a mistake, no matter what. But they won the game anyway. It's fine. But to me, that's an example of Kyle. Like, wh- why? Do, most coaches would go for it there, but you didn't. 
it's like well, in these moments he becomes like a 77 year old you know like oh i can't whoa i don't know i, 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 I don't know i saw the I chart know. about like about how the niners are the are the bottom of going for it when you should when you when you quote unquote should by analytics but yeah. it was also interesting that like some of the other top coaches in the game were also at the bottom like yeah the chiefs were i think like nine or eight like the the Patriots were like four or something. Um, yeah, Mike McDaniel was like, you know, everyone, you know, people. That's everyone's darling now. It's he was like three or four or something like that. Um, Not anymore. Not anymore. Hey, that stock fell down pretty quick, huh? Whoa. Sorry about the mic. I think I turned it down. It must have got turned up in my bag. Is that better? Sorry about yeah. that. Uh, sorry yeah. about that. Uh, I um, guess people people were complaining about that before about the, my bad about the, and they were complaining about mine too hopefully i moved my laptop closer hopefully that kind of thing you sound good to me I, my bad okay. turn it down um okay so is he too conservative uh i feel like people that watch the niners on national televised games feel this way like mina kime said it it's like they don't watch the niners that much and everyone thinks like kyle's they have an impression of what kyle is and then you watch him it's like whoa 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 like you're just going to shut down your offense in the second half what are you doing I think people are like, wait a second, like, why are you so conservative by nature? If you just were a little bit more aggressive, all your great ideas would be even better. I think people are surprised by it. He actually is very much his dad. Aren't we all? I, I, but I, I think if, if you look in, in, if you look throughout his coaching, he's just general. He's generally super conservative. How he plays yes, and all, and all that. That's how he learned how to coach from his pops. Yeah, but I just think it's funny. Like, it's the new trend is to be like analytic, analytics minded and to go for it in these situations he's like no gut gut feeling don't trust my offense yeah that's i don't trust it either <laughs> but it's, it's also, but it's also it's like i don't know at this point can you trust the, that running game yet to like get you a to get you a yard i don't know it's, it's you know it's, i don't know when they when they need my, my, football, when they need to run the football they have, a, they have a, like they struggle in the fourth quarter when they want to run it when they want to run it to, no you're right they, you're right you're right you're right because they wear out Jeff Wilson Jr. in the second quarter, and by the time he's in the, you need him to win the game in the fourth quarter. He's tired, like the whole team is. But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I I trust the defense at the one yard line. That's what I trust. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like, why would you not trust? I I, I want the defense. I want the Rams at the one yard line. Like, go play. That's that's feeling like a touchdown, and you might have a better chance to score with the defense at the one yard line than the one than the offense at the one. You see what I'm saying? I want that. Kyle, you should want that. I'm just saying. George uh, Larry says, everybody needs to realize the Niners always beat the Rams. Carolina has a good defense, and they have Brian Burns. Don't ever sleep on your opponent. I have no faith in Jimmy Garoppolo or Kyle Red Flag. <gasps> That's a good point, though. Hey, that win over the freaking uh, Rams, they suck. And then they beat the Seahawks? Okay. Like, they lost to the Broncos and the Bears. So, keep that in mind. They got smoked by the Bills. They haven't won. The Niners haven't won anything outside their division. So, yeah, I think it's fair to talk about <laughs> they might lose this week, although I'm not picking them to lose. Ricardo says, shout out from Brazil. Coach, BR, great fan base here. Keep up the great work, GC. Loyal follower here since Press Democrat Article Times. Thank you, Ricardo. Appreciate Lucky it. International following. Continue, right? It's the Niners. It's not even me. It's the Niners. I think of myself as the Tiger King. Like, people want to... People want to watch Tigers, right? That's football. And I'm over here trying to, like, make it about me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the star. Like, nah, people just want to watch football. Niners say, you owe Aaron Banks an apology. He's allowed zero sacks. I will give Aaron Banks an apology, but let's wait a little bit longer than four games. But I'm, I'm always down to give apologies. I love giving apologies. But I don't want to give a preemptive apology. I want it to mean something. Is all I'm saying. I'm not rooting against Aaron Banks. I'm definitely rooting. He's from Alameda. 
You don't even know where that is. Zachary says Kyle deserves more credit. The defense is good because Kyle is confident enough to let Lynch consistently invest in the defense. Great. Okay. I, I think okay. I, I feel that Kyle, Kyle's a head coach. He does get credit. He should get. I credit agree. For the I he's, agree. The, he's the one that put his he put his hand on the table for and Tomiko Ryan's and yep. like okay Sal Sal's moving on. I'm not going to hire an experienced guy. I'm not going to hire Raheem Morris. I'm I'm going to promote here and just like Sean McDermott gets credit for Ken Dorsey and Brian Dayball and uh, and, and Josh Allen. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But still, he needs to win the Super Bowl. That's And then he'll have job security for life. Straight up. That's how it works. All right. How many good teams are there in the NFL? Legitimately good teams through four weeks. And are the Niners one of them? It's like, it's tough to say right now just because, like, because, right, it's not. <clears throat> but I think you what you said is, is key, right? Right now, right? Right now. Because teams like, improve. Teams improve over time. With, and then you know, teams yes. fall, and then teams fall yep. off. The Super Bowl isn't necessarily That's how true. good you are for the season. It's how good you That's are true. right at that moment. Right. Um, so right now, do are the Niners one of them? I would say no. I would say so, no. No. They're 2-2. Two and two. They have great defense. They have great legit, defense. There's, there's legit questions, and it mostly resolves, it really resolves, revolves around their offense. Like, great defense, not a great team. The offense has to jump on board. This team lost to Denver. Can't call them great yet. Or good. Yeah. You can't even call them good. No. No. So the Niners, one of them. Like, if you're talking about the teams you're looking at right now that are good, Bills, Kansas City, Eagles. That's it. That's it in the whole league. So it's really not an indictment of the Niners. It's an indictment of the league. The league is so mediocre. That, that game last night, I saw, we, we, I'm at the wedding party and it's like, we're on the East Coast and it's like later over here in Washington. It's like, this game is going to legitimately suck. Everyone's like, what's the score going to be? 13 to 10, 12. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Two of the worst off. Like, why, why would they even put that on television? It was awful. And that's what the league is now. Bad offense because offense takes a lot of time and practice to choreograph all that stuff. And it's just no preseason, nothing. Like, this is the preseason. Terrible, man. This league is so mediocre. And it's the best sport. It's my favorite. And they. I feel like every year the product gets a little worse. There's no great teams anymore. There's just a bunch of mediocre-ass teams. And every time the Niners play someone, I'm like, okay, here, this is going to be a good matchup. No, this team sucks. No, this team sucks too. <laughs> like, what? It's too bad. It's too bad. So maybe yeah. the Niners can win a Super Bowl because everyone else sucks. They could. but it, They could. Also, you could. You could see, like, a bun there's a bunch of these teams that are, like, 2-2, two and two, like, the, like the Niners. You could see a couple of those teams just vaulting up and being really yeah. good at the end of the year. Like, who's right. to count out Tom Brady? Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, or the Niners. If, if you tread water, if you tread water now, you can take off later, right? Yeah. Right. Or the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, if the if that if that if this defense is legit generational type of defense, and then the, the offense just has to do something. And the offense <laughs> do something. A little bit more, like a little bit more. Right. That's true. That's true. And then and then a lot of it has to do with health too. Like like who's healthy at the end of the year? That's true. Who the hell knows what what that's going to look like? You know. And that's another thing that bodes well for the 49ers, although people get hurt. But so many people are scheduled to come back, you know, that uh, Mitchell didn't tear his ACL. He just sprained his MCL. Same with Aziz. Uh, same with freaking Trent Williams. All these guys theoretically could come back and the Niners could have a real strong stretch run. But right now, I would not call them good. And everyone that's saying, hey, don't overlook the Panthers, that's true. Because the Panthers, and we'll talk about them in a minute, have a really good defense. They're like a lot of these teams right now in the league. Good defense, terrible offense. And that's the Niners. That's most teams. And so this team, this game could be really close. And I, 
I don't think the Niners need another close game. They really need a, a confidence builder to show that they can actually, you know, beat Kansas City in a couple of weeks. If Squeaking past Carolina doesn't necessarily show the locker room that you're going to beat Kansas City in two weeks. So this would be a good game for the Niners to smoke them. I'm not saying they will. But also, if they do, they – what? go ahead. No, I was just going to – I mean, also, like, it's full, big time, desperation time for that staff over there in Carolina. So, like – Oh, yeah. They're going to be pulling – Put them out of business. Yeah, Kyle – well, yeah, put Matt Rule out of business. He deserves it, man. Put him out of his misery. How has he had that lo- that job so long? What is his record? Unreal. Get out of here, Matt. I can't even. Matt with an rule with an H. What is it? Rule? How do you pronounce that? Rule? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna comment on that because I I, remember, I, I specifically remember David Rule that I tweeted out that Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Someone's yeah, Matt Rule's a good coach, but Matt Rule is a terrible coach. <laughs> John Farr says, can you please ask Kyle specifically about Mason's lack of use? I do. I, well, I wasn't there this week. It has to be a locker room lack of learning the playbook thing. Yeah, I mean, what, why is Samuel Womack not playing anymore r- randomly? Who knows? I, Kyle just seems to not. <laughs> I have an answer for that. Tell for me. The thing. I think their plan for that for, for Womack is the t- for him to replace Mosley. So when Lenore is playing very good at the nickel position, they're like, all right, well, let's just let him play there. We'll rep, we can rep Womack more outside and then get him primed to take up that position. And then he's the backup to any of the outside corners. Makes sense. Makes sense. If they wanted to re-sign Mosley, they would have done it by now. Right? Because they re-signed Greenlaw. I think they're. I think they've been trying to, but I think he he knows what his value is going to be. It's going to be super expensive. Yeah. it's it doesn't help them to just take this, take whatever contract is put in front of them. Like I think if they, if they, if they pay the man, like I think he'll take it. But I think he knows what his value is going to be. They're going to have to. Pay yeah, man. Good, like he I could get because he could put his numbers up against any corner if he keeps doing this. I mean, uh, yeah, and the Niners will be like, "Well, you're on a great defense." And okay, well, let's see if Womack can do what Mosley does. Maybe he can. Mo, you know, uh, he reminds me a little bit of Tremaine Brock, like short but long arms, and probably could play outside. Womack, Tremaine Brock, and he's athletic. He is. He yeah, is, I mean, he and, is athletic. And I think Sherman put it out before. Like it's it's actually far easier for for young corners to play outside than in than inside. So if they saw that he could play outside, and then Lenore's playing well, they're like, all right, well, let's let Lenore play inside. You know, he's got a year in the system. Let's let's let him play inside. We'll get uh, Womack reps outside. I mean, they've had Mosley has not played a full year. I don't. I don't know. It's true. Here, so at some point he's probably going to go down. Who's going to replace him? Not Ambry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Womack has when he has played outside in preseason, right? He's played well. Um, yeah. So I think that's yeah. That's, that's a good call. Maybe I, I, I can see it. George I says, know, "I'll go ahead." What, you know, I don't know what they're doing with Mason. Like every every time he runs the ball, it's for like nine yards, seven yards. There's nothing I haven't seen from it. Like. Kyle does this every year, man. He the first half of the season he's not playing the right players. Like last year, he had Muhammad Sanu over Jawan Jennings for like ten weeks, and everyone's like, "What?" Are you? They talked up Muhammad Sanu endlessly last year. Everyone's like, "What? What are you?" He's turning back the clock. Is the best he's looked in years. Like, no, he looks like thirty-three year old Muhammad Sanu. I, I don't know, Kyle. I just feel like he sees what he wants to see sometimes. And with Jordan Mason, maybe he just sees a rookie who's not ready. Also, I think he probably hears all the pressure. I, 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 maybe I'm the same way. If I were a coach and the whole world and my biggest b- critic was telling me to do something, I might want to be like, you know what? You're wrong. 
You don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm going to do what I want to do. So maybe we, again, need to go reverse psychology. Kyle, whatever you do, don't exactly. give the ball to Jordan Mason. Do not play Jordan Mason this week. He's not ready. He sucks. He's terrible. He's going to fumble 11 times if you give him the ball. So whatever you do, Tevin Coleman, he should play. Yeah, they got they got to feed Tevin Coleman. Got to feed Tevin Coleman as much as that's the key to this game. Feed Tevin Coleman, not Marlon Mack. It's just Tevin Coleman. Is Matt Breida out there? Can they bring him back? Is he still in the league? I don't know. I thought he was. I out. don't know. McKinnon's still in the league. No, he's on the Chiefs. Yeah, he's bad though. <laughs> Matt Beckel says, "Can we bring back play the kid for Jordan Mason?" Oh no, we have to go reverse psychology for Kyle. Don't okay. play the kid. Don't play the. Kid. Don't play the kid. <laughs> my, my prediction for Mason is like his all his backs are going to get hurt, and then he's going to have to play Mason, and then Mason's going to go. He's going to go for like 120, and then people go, "Oh wow, was, like th- this kid's great." And Kyle, and then Mason will get a lot of playing time from there. But it's going to take it's going to take injuries. To get him. Nah, I, I, I'm afraid that even with injuries, Kyle will be like, nah, man. You know, oh, Jeff Wilson Jr. went down. Got to abandon the run game. I don't trust these guys. Got to throw the ball 70 times. Like, okay, cool, man. And, and that's actually, to me, the the one way I see the Niners losing to the Panthers is running back gets hurt, which happens all the time for the 49ers. Running back gets hurt. Kyle hasn't spent any time developing confidence in any other running backs, and he's just like, oh, I can't run the ball today. Oh, okay, well, you're going to lose Carolina then. So... Or he'll use juice. He'll, or he'll use juice. Yeah, do something crazy, man. So I always feel like the Niners' success is always dependent on the health of their running back, which is like, I don't know. I mean, he's 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 doing to Jeff Wilson what he did to Elijah Mitchell, using him too much. You could have anyway. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, Jeff, stay healthy. I'm not trying to. People say I'm trying to speak that into existence. If Jeff Wilson Jr. gets hurt, it's not because I said it, that he might, because it's football. But I hope he doesn't. I'm just trying to protect him. Jeff, I'm on your team. I'm on your side. George says you skip my question again. Damn. Damn. Sorry. Maybe. I'll no longer watch the games, but I do check the score. I just can't watch Jimmy G play. It's an eyesore. I like my TV too cool. much. Cost me a lot of money. That's how I feel about Jimmy. It's not that he's so bad. It's just I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing it. It's the same performance every week. I've seen it. I know what to expect. It's like watching the same mediocre television rerun. It's like, man, do I have to watch? You know, like freaking what is the show that I wouldn't like that much? Like, I don't know. I'm not gonna compare Jimmy Garoppolo to like martin or anything because that's a great show but it's like cheers again i like, can't we turn it off son <laughs> cheers <Ugh>. cheers <laughs> really can't we find something else on television please all right um, i have an extra bonus t- uh, question i actually i have a question just from from when we talk about the running backs do you think a, a good exercise this offseason would be for the niners and, and lynch to find, go through analytics, find the least injured running backs in the league, and then add those guys to your roster. You might want to do that. You might want to actually value durability at running back, considering you're a run-first team and your success depends on the durability of your running backs. Frazier. No, that I kind of like friends. I used to watch with my mom. It's silly. I watched with my wife. But Frazier. I, I had a... a uh, a roommate in college who like would watch that. I was like, why are you wasting your life? This isn't funny. He's like, no, it's hilarious. West Wing. Like, what are you doing, man? Go outside. Watch Jackass like a regular person. What are you doing? Right. Frazier. Disgusting. Wild boys. <laughs> Josh Wyatt says Carolina isn't a team. Their collection of mediocre players, 2019 Niners, would punch Carolina in the mouth. Kyle put up 50 on them that year. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like some of these, most of these teams aren't even teams. The NFL is so mediocre at best, and we love it. But it, it just it profits off of fantasy football. I don't think they really care what the product is. 
No, they what they care is they about. don't. And get yeah, all that shit. The money yeah. is getting brought in. All right, so I have a little. Um, I've been talking all week about the Niners' offense, how it's not good enough, and I don't think people want to talk about it. They won last week, so you always usually focus on positives, but that's not what I do. I'm quality control, uh-huh. and I don't think this team's great. So I'm trying to figure out how to get this offense from awful to acceptable. And we've talked about you know maybe getting Ayuk more involved or using them differently. Um, this is a big picture thing. Play action. This is when a quarterback takes the football and pretends like he's going to hand it off, but then keeps it and then throws it. Teams around the league do it all the time. It's, I swear to God, the Niners used to do it. You know how many play-action passes Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown this year? Six. Uh, six? Six! What happened to play-action? Where did it go? You would think a team that runs the ball this much would, would be like setting that up. But the Niners, they just run or they drop back pass this year. Which might be why their offense sucks. So what do you think happened here, buddy? Play action. Do you remember that? If you look at Vaguely. it, we talked about it earlier and earlier, like how how successful have they really been at running the football? I mean, they've they've put up some yardage and everything, but they can't run it when they want to run it, right? Like they, it seems to me like they've had some explosive plays, but they can't consistently run. They can't consistently run the football. I think that's part. I think that's definitely part of it. Um, you don't have to have a great run game to have a, a play action passing game. It just has to look the same. And that's used to be the thing with Kyle. Like, he would mirror it up and it would look all great. And, like, so where, where the hell happened? Did Jimmy just veto the whole thing? It was there for Trey. Trey was calling, doing play action. I didn't want to let him throw. You still got to respect it, but respect, like, yeah, you can call it, but I mean, if the defense is like, all right, we don't really care much about the run, they're not going to, like, pass rushers are going to tee off and all that. But hold on. That's not exactly how defenses are looking at the Niners' offense right now. I mean, they're teeing off on the run game because they're expecting it. That's, it seems like it'd be a great time to call play action, especially with Debo in the backfield when he's over over here averaging one yard a carry. Maybe. I mean, maybe Kyle's trying to throw up the analytics. He's trying to be like, well, we're not a, we don't run play action a lot. And when, they, when, the, when the teams run the analytics, so like, oh, they, they don't run play action. Then later on, later on in the year, he's just going to play action on the death. I mean, maybe. I'll take credit for it. I mean, you, the things they could, they could do, like max protect, you know, you could have eight guys block, two man route. Like, why not? You can put Ayuk and Danny Gray in the, in the or Ayuk and Debo. It seems like, I mean, you're not throwing a Kittle anyway. You're not throwing a Kittle anyway. Like, let him block. Yeah, like, let him block, do max protect. That's, that's what they do in Tennessee. Why are we not? Why? Why are we? Why are the Niners not doing that? It just seems it was such a staple of Kyle and his dad for decades, and now they don't do it at all. What's that like? Did Jimmy? Did Jimmy veto it? I know Jimmy doesn't like turning his back to the defense, but you can do play action from the gun. You maybe this maybe you should ask Kyle this, and when they, and next time you're in the press, I should. Him. What happened to play action, dude? Bring up those numbers. Specifically, yeah. bring up those numbers so he can't just dismiss yeah. it. And yeah. Then, and ask what happened? Yeah, like I can bring it up for Trey too. Like you called X amount for Trey. You've only called six for Jimmy. Like I could call, I could ask it for Jimmy too, because Jimmy doesn't seem to really care. Like he won't. He'd be like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that." He might say it. He's been very <laughs> yeah, candid this year. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Like I told, I told Kyle if I got play action, I'm just going to audible and, and get out of it. So not for me. That's a big problem with Jimmy. Like you won't throw down the field. You won't throw outside the numbers. Now you won't do play action either. That's great, man. So what you do is slants and screens. That's wonderful, man. Slants the screens, baby. He should get that tatted. You know how every good um, restaurant these days is like two words that aren't related with an and in between? It's like, oh, man. Almond and oak. Oh, that sounds nice. Bourbon and branch. Oh, that sounds hella good. Slants the screens. That's Jimmy's name. He should open up like a... a, a, uh, uh, 
what are those bars that the speakeasies a speakeasy a speakeasy and you don't know it's a bar it's called slants the screens slants the screen you got to use the, the secret word to get in the secret word is check down and you're in yeah as long as, as long as he doesn't do fumbles and interceptions then then i'm good like whatever you whatever you call like Call but eight, that's eight. the thing, though. If you only call slants and screens, I think the interceptions are coming, man. It's coming. For example, so <laughs> Talanoa Funga picked off a screen to win the game. That was so bad on Stafford's part. That was such a like you got picked. Uh, you threw a pick six on a screen on a tunnel screen. He was waiting. Like, you threw the ball to Funga. He was waiting for it, dude. Did you know that Matthew Stafford has thrown like twenty-seven pick sixes in his career? How? Yes. How do you do that? How do you do that? That's his MO. He, he has a high It is. Right, the, the but not just picks. Pick sixes. That's crazy to me. The difference like, just lose the game. The difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Stafford is Matt Stafford will give you the big the big time throws, and Jimmy can't. Like, that's no. the, that, and it's a big difference. Like, that's yeah. big, they're both highly turnover-prone players. It's just Matt Stafford can make up for a portion of them because he can make big plays. Not not anymore. Not without freaking Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham. That often those those Rams, that Rams team is terrible. I just want to say that they might be worse than Seattle. I'm just saying, terrible. Watch, watch the Rams like like between like uh, mid year they'll figure out a way to like trade for like Maybe. I don't know like one of the best offensive tackles in the game and then like that would be great because they suck. <laughs> That'd be great. I I had a feeling that they were going to be fraudulent. When in the lead up to last week's game, everyone was talking about Ben Skoranek at fullback. I was like, "That's the that's the best they can do. That that's the topic of conversation on their offense." Oh, they suck. Oh, they suck. That's not going to get it done against the Niners. Oh my God. Oh, a wide receiver's playing fullback. What do we do? What do we do? Yep, dude. Fred Warner was probably like, <laughs> Trey Greenlaw. I'm gonna tee off on this dude. Kyle Green says, I'm going to be at the game Sunday and next week's game in Atlanta. If our offense can keep it turnover free, we should win both games. Why haven't we given Mason a chance every year a new undrafted free agent does well for us? He'll get his chance. Kyle just wants, he's stubborn, man. I tell him what to do. He's like, I'm not going to do it. And then he has to do it eventually. Yeah, I uh, this I um, uh, sent you the green video in your in your Twitter. What's the video? From practice? Uh, him punching pool. There's this video of it? Mm-hmm. Oh! Really? Hold on, let me look real quick. You sent it to me? I'll yeah, see it's, it. a, it's in your DM. Whoa. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Green. Three million views? Okay, 33 seconds. So Green's over there. He's on the sideline. And he's uh, yelling at someone. And nothing's happening. Waiting for the punch. How waiting for, watching fights is so boring. Okay, there. He's walking over. Oh, they're talking to him. And he's right in his face. Pushes him. Oh! Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a big punch, man. Let's run that back. So, they're like, Jordan Poole's talking to him without looking at him. Dr- Draymond Green walks up to him. Poole punches him. And Draymond... Pu- no, Poole pushes him and Draymond punches him. Right. Yeah, Draymond's out of his... Draymond's wrong. <laughs> Draymond's wrong. Can't do that. I respect Draymond for being a leader and, like, whatever. But you can't punch your teammate, man. You can't do that. You can't do that. Generally, can't and, punch a coworker. Like, like this generally not a good idea. Like, I'm not saying get rid of Draymond or anything, but you have to suspend him and fine him, man. What? And Draymond should apologize to him. What are you doing? You know, make him play defense, hold him accountable. Don't punch him in the face. Draymond, crazy. I really like Draymond. I, I think a lot of people think he's un- overrated. I think he's one of the better players of his generation. But dude, what? <laughs> what? 
Yeah, make Jordan Poole play defense, but don't punch him in the face. Wow. Ben Myers in football says, Russ Wilson seems like a method actor playing quarterback. Russell Wilson is embarrassing himself this year. What is going on over there? He did beat the Niners, though. I mean, the Niners, Niners, are, Niners fans are clowning the crap out of him, and they're like, "Oh, is is Jimmy G really? But is Jimmy is Jimmy G worse than Russell Wilson? I don't know. I mean, yeah, he beat. Yes, yes. <laughs> Zachary says Mayfield scores more points uh, for SF than Carolina. Hey. I've, Stafford essentially almost did that last week. Josh Wyatt says play action requires you to turn your back. No, it doesn't. It doesn't actually. You can do it from the gun. But I, I feel you, and I would never willingly turn my back on that online. Again, you could do it from the gun, or you could do max protection schemes with two man routes. I mean, come on, stop being scared, Kyle and Jimmy. Niners daddy says Grant a Niner family uh, said we caught in 4K. Yeah, where did that come from? I don't know where that came from. All right, moving on. This is just a little item, and I thought it was funny, but um, Debo Samuel apparently really likes to play NBA 2K22 or just any any of the 2Ks. But last year, according to Ronnie 2K, Debo played 572 hours of NBA 2K22. And I'm not coming on the show to be like, he should play less video games because it just happened to coincide with the best year of his career. But that's 24 days of 2K22. So um, I haven't played 2K uh, since I was in college. Is it still a good game? And... Is that a lot? And how come football players don't play Madden like they play 2K? You notice that? I, I actually do like 2K, but like I'm not. I liked it that. too. It was fun. It was a good. Like, you know what I do yeah. in 2K? I, I I just GM it. Like I just I draft the I draft the guys and then I like I let them send it out. Like that's what I do. I don't really play the actual play play the game. Yeah. Play the game. When I played 2K, I would just press turbo and then try to take it to the rack every time. And you know that was the game. It's like that's fun. I made it. No, I didn't. Yeah, 2K, 2K is a great game. Um, Do you play sideline view or, or from the back? Sideline because I because I don't actually play. I let the, I submit. So. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, so like the the whole thing is like with this is I think players a lot of NFL players like dream of being uh, basketball players. So yeah, I think that has to do with that. Like remember like To's whole career he'd always talk about basketball, and I think a lot, of them, a lot a lot of them share the same sentiment. Like if they had their if they had their druthers, they would go NBA. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of it also has to do with money, too. It's like, you know, money and injury risk. And, it's more glamorous, the and, NBA. And it's more glamorous. You get more FaceTime. Yeah. You're a bigger absolutely. celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Absolutely. Even though football's bigger than basketball, it's just like the stars in basketball are bigger than the stars of football. Because the only real star in the NFL is Tom Brady, really. Patrick Mahomes, kind of, but. Yeah, and, and I think the other part of it, too, is. Like, you know, I think a lot of people have this. It's when you're doing a job, like, the last thing you want to do is go home and do more of your job, right? So, like, yeah. you know, I think they're kind of footballed out. Like, when they go home, they don't, yeah, you know, they want to basketball stuff, you know, like that. And, like, I don't think it necessarily, like, Debo would be a better football player if he played Madden. Because what you're doing when you play Madden yeah. is basically you're like the coach and the quarterback. You're calling the plays, you're distributing the ball, you're making decisions. Really, the people who should be playing Madden are the coaches, and that, when I when I see a guy like Kyle kick a field goal on fourth and one, I'm like, oh, you don't play Madden. Not that I play Madden, but like I feel like experienced Madden players because they're like they're they're ranked Madden players in the world. That's how it works right now, right? I'm sure they they would do something different in that. And it seems to me like if you want to really work on your situational football as a coach, dude, play hella Madden. I mean, that's a good way to simulate all those situations. And it's just a video game, but I don't know. Kyle it seems like a coach should be playing Madden. Remember what? when he first. Remember when he when they um, well, I think he said it when they drafted Solomon Thomas. He's like, oh, I draft like when I play Madden, 
I, I that's think, right. Uh, that's right. Now he said it was like when I was in college and it was 1997. Yeah. Now you take Michael Strahan. That's cool. Keep playing Madden. I think coaches should do way more simulation and stuff like that. Because if if you ever hear Bill Belichick mic'd up, a lot of times when he's funny. calling defenses or coaching, as soon as the play is over, he says the situation: third and six, third quarter, whatever time left. And what he's doing is think like instantly recalling when he's been in that situation before what he did and it's like he makes a decision immediately based on the decision right after the play is in there and now his defense can you know if you're thinking for 20 seconds what do i do what do i do it's over it's over so he yeah yeah what do i do third and six nope too late you have to know and and that's the kind of thing you get with experience and you can it's like poker right poker players can increase their uh skill by playing online poker because you can just do more hands right as opposed to going to the casino and folding and waiting and folding and where you can do 10 hands at once online well, so yeah kyle that's all assuming that's all assuming that they get everything right in madden that where it's very it, that it's like right real, of course of course they don't all the time. no they don't again i don't play i don't play video games i'm still waiting what i'm gonna do i feel like i can't really justify it to be like hey Dear, honey, I'm gonna go play video games for two hours. I'll see you in a little bit. Like, ah, but when we have kids, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, gotta, Grant Grant Junior wants to play. I gotta, I gotta bond. I gotta bond. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to play. She wants to. It's not even me. So, well, but that's probably like ten years down the line. You know, you could. Well, you could say right now, you could be like, I'm practicing for that moment, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I gotta be. I gotta be ready for that moment. Right? That's true. Otherwise, I'm gonna get smoked and. My self-esteem will fall. Uh, David Sir says, has anyone asked Jimmy under Kyle why Jimmy refused to throw deep to wide open receivers? Do they not film review and talk about this internally? Jimmy says he wants to throw deep, which is so funny to me. So I don't know. I, I, I will ask him. Danny says Madden is trash compared to 2K nowadays. I wouldn't even play. I don't know. Trash, he said. MJ punched Steve Kerr just saying. Yeah, and it wasn't a good thing. MJ shouldn't have done that. It was a mis- you don't You don't punch your teammates. And I don't think you glorify it either. You can yell at them, you can hold them accountable, but you don't punch your teammates. I'm just saying. Now, in football, it happens, but they end up like breaking their hands on their ne- on their uh, face masks. Shout out to DMZ for getting that video. Like, How'd you do that? All right, last topic. Predict what's going to happen in this game. Some Niner fans thinking it's a trap game. What do you think? I do think it's a trap game. Because because of the volatility of the 49ers offense, like you don't really know what you're gonna get, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. No, I I'm not sure if the defense can carry. It hasn't, right? It hasn't been right. Like it, it it won the game against the Rams, but didn't win it against the the um, the Broncos. So I, I think I think all the games this year come down to turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's been this way for the 49ers. For, for, I think if you look back. It has. Last year, too. Last year. Yeah. All of their losses came when they were equal equal turnover differential or in the negative. Mm-hmm. So right. basically it's going to come down to can Jimmy Garoppolo make less mistakes than Baker made? Baker, right. So I'm going to say I think he does, he does yeah. make less mistakes than Mayfield. Yeah, because he's going uh, against – Mayfield's going against the better defense. Mayfield has think, less to work with. I don't think it's going to be blowout city, though. I think it's going to be maybe maybe twenty to 
twenty to six. Is that blowout? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that, that that would be a good win. To me, I'm saying 24 to 10. So we both think a two-touchdown win. And to me, like, that's what the Niners need. If they win this game 12 to 9, that's not – I think the Niners need to make a statement. They haven't really made a statement yet this year. They're 2-2. Two and two. They squeaked out this win against the Rams last week. I mean, was that a statement win? I don't think it was. I, the Rams aren't that great. I think the Niners need to make a statement right now that last week wasn't a fluke. I mean, they won by they won by a healthy margin last week. If you win a game this week by 14, last week wasn't a fluke. That's two big wins in a row, and you're looking like, all right, this team just might beat Kansas City in a couple of weeks. If they squeak by Carolina, they really struggle with Carolina. How could they even look themselves in the in the in the mirror and say, yeah, we got Kansas City in two weeks? I think this team needs confidence and lacks it a little bit right now. And this would be a great week for them to win by 14. So yeah, 24 would be great for this offense. 24 points. Wow, I think Carolina is going to be in it. Like they're going to be in position where they're going to have a shot at the end of the, at the end of the game because I don't think that, I don't I don't trust the offense to like pull away. Yeah, like, you know? the Niners are going to have like seventeen in the first half, and they're like, oh, they're looking great, and then the second half it's like, no points, no points, field goal, no point. Yeah, no, I can see it. I mean, that's their pattern, right? Kyle's like, oh, we we have seven points, seventeen points. Shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> We got the defense. That's all we needed. When game players get 17 points, we got it. Thank you very much, offense. I don't get it. But at the same time, at the same time, you never know when like a great special teams play or a great defensive play will strike. Like you know, they could get they could get a a uh, special teams touchdown and it's then the defensive touchdown, and then it, it could easily then be 30 to six. That's true. Last time the Niners played Carolina, they smoked them. Right? Was that 2019? So, yeah. Kyle Allen? All right, different team. Mm-hmm. Different team. But this would be a good sign. The Knights, the Knights are a little overdue to smoke. So this defense is too good. I feel like Baker Mayfield is going to be terrible. The offense needs to do something. If they do, we both expect 20 points. That would be good for this team. Bosa is going to be primed up to, to yeah. make like, so bl- doesn't talk to anybody, anybody else. Like, he doesn't talk to his own teammates, except the only it's person true. in the league he talks to is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it's true. So, Blasted said the faithful needs Rombo and Cone collab. That would be fun. One day we will. Matt Beckles says every game with Jimmy is a trap game. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. We need to play like a bully uh, high school team, blow team out. I agree, man. The, the, the goal should be not just a win. It should be a statement win. Um, and I think, th- I think the Niners know it. I think they can do it. I don't think Carolina's that good. We'll see. What's a Niners blowout? To you? Is it is it like if they won twenty eight to nine, twenty eight to that'd be good. Like like, like, like twenty seven to seven, like week two. That would be nice. I'm not expecting thirty points from the Niners, but if they get to thirty, that'd be great. Anyway, I gotta get jump into action. It's wedding day. Yay, wedding time! Thanks for watching, everyone. I know it was early today. I'll be back tomorrow. Coach, great show. Thank see you guys. Sorry about the audio, guys. Yeah, sorry about that.